Hello and welcome back to the LifeSpring Advent Calendar. It's day number 22. I'm Steve Webb, your host. Well, it's getting near to Christmas, and even in sunny Southern California, it's gotten a little nippy. As I'm recording this today, it's 61 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, I know some of you are laughing at me saying, well, that's that's shorts weather. Well, for us in Southern California, it's cold. <laughs> oh, well, let's get into the Christmas spirit today by opening today's door. Well, it's certainly getting colder over here in the UK, but I don't know if we'll have a white Christmas this year, because I've only ever seen one. And so that's what we're talking about today. It's snow and ice. But why are snow and ice so closely associated with Christmas? Well, there's no mention of them in the Christmas story. That's a good question. Snow and ice coming together is really down to the Victorians, and in main to one Victorian, Mr Charles Dickens. One of his most popular novels, A Christmas Carol, is set on Christmas Eve and features all of the snowy things we now associate with Christmas. And A Christmas Carol is also one of my favourite stories. I just don't feel Christmassy until I've seen The Muppet's Christmas Carol. It's just one of my favourite films. Well, that's a really good one, but the Patrick Stewart version is my favourite. When Charles Dickens was a child, Britain had some very heavy snowfalls around Christmas, and so he put lots of snow and ice in his stories set at Christmas. Another of his books, The Pickwick Papers, also features some very famous literary Christmas snow scenes. So it just became a part of our cultural consciousness, I guess. One of the other reasons that snow and ice became popular in Victorian times is because of Queen Victoria's husband, Prince Albert. He came from Germany, and so he was used to some very snowy Christmases. And he also popularised a Christmas tree and many other traditions over here in the UK. And Christmas cards were also started in Victorian times, and pictures of snowy scenes were very popular, remembering back to the early hard Christmases of years long ago. And what happens if it snows on Christmas Day? You get a white Christmas, of course! I've only ever seen one white Christmas over here, and it was two years ago, in 2004. It was really great, and it was lovely seeing people tramp into church in their lovely big snowy boots on Christmas morning. However, back in pre- and early Victorian times, white Christmases happened practically every year, and in fact frost fairs were held on the frozen River Thames in London until 1814. Have you ever seen a white Christmas, Steve? Well, I haven't seen a white Christmas here in Riverside, James, but when I was eight years old, I lived in New Jersey, and that year we we did have snow. As a matter of fact, the very first time I ever saw it snow was while I was at school. I looked out the window and I saw the snow coming down and I jumped up to look and the teacher that I had that year was just so sweet and she just let me stand there by the window and watch it snow and (laughs) all the other kids thought I was some sort of a weirdo having never seen it snow but I just stood there for the longest time watching it snow so that was my first white Christmas. What else have you got for us today? Perhaps the most famous white Christmas of them all is the song sung by Bing Crosby. It was first recorded in 1942 and came from a film called Holiday Inn, set in snow in Vermont. And did you know that there's a 75% chance of it snowing on Christmas Day in Vermont? That's really good white Christmas odds. (laughs) And that's one of the reasons I don't live in Vermont. Irvin Berlin wrote I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas and it only took 18 minutes to record. The original version sung by Bing Crosby has sold at least 30 million copies around the world. Now that's an awful lot of white Christmases. So wherever you are this Christmas, whether you have a white one or not, I hope you have a great one.
Well, it's really fun to be getting so close to Christmas now. I hope that you have a white Christmas where you're at. Thank you, James, for all the great information. Of course, the theme music today was Brian Duncan and the Neo Soul Band with This Christmas, and the background music was Tony Evans and his orchestra with White Christmas. This has been day number 22 of the Lifespring Advent Calendar. And for James Cooper, I'm Steve Webb. Best and the brightest, served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight.